Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lose the Cape Podcast, episode 31. Welcome to the Lose the Cape podcast, where we get real with busy moms and talk about how they survive their daily juggle. If you are a busy mom who believes in the idea of moms helping moms with tips, tools, and resources to survive, this is the podcast for you. Good morning, everyone, and happy, happy Monday. Um, It's time to get up and get going again, get those kids back to school, which I don't feel too sad about actually um as I record this it's actually September 11th and today's been kind of a a bit of a somber day for me um for those of you who don't know my background I actually served active duty in the Air Force and my husband served active duty Marine Corps and um we were both active duty uh when 9-11 happened and uh the next three Well, actually, the next like seven years of our lives were really crazy because of everything that happened. Um, You know, obviously, this isn't about us, but more so about all of the people who died on on that day and what a horrific event it was and remembering them and not forgetting the sacrifices that those families made and um, and the pure, absolute heroism um, shown by first responders and firefighters, uh, obviously our first responders and just everybody who was there on the scene and anybody who came out to help regardless of their calling in life. Um, you know, it's crazy because it's been 15 years and I feel like I had to search for things this year, um, in my newsfeed. Normally it seems like all day long, all you see is posts about 9-11 and where we were and what we were doing. And I mean, I, I realize that as time goes on, people heal and we stop thinking about these things as much. And that's the way it should be. And it, But it's kind of sad to me as well, because it has only been 15 years and we are still in a war. Um, and people are still deployed and away from their family and in harm's way. And I feel like We can't stop thinking about it until all of them are home and we're not facing this, this war still. But anyway, it was kind of interesting because, um, my son and I were talking about it in the car the other day and I said, oh goodness, it's almost time to think about September 11th again. And he asked me, he was like, well, you know, he was like, oh, is that when they flew the planes into the um, buildings in New York? And I said, yeah. And he was like, well, why do we have to keep talking about it? And I thought, you know, that's a really good question. And I guess, I guess the only thing, I mean, history, we obviously history is important. But for me, as I thought about why we have to keep talking about it, it's because of more than just history. It's because of the fact, like I just mentioned, there's still people 
in danger. There's still people overseas, and I'm I don't constantly live a, a life where I'm afraid of terrorist attacks. But I think it is important that we remember why we have to um, take our shoes off at the airport and why we have to be patient through long um, security checks, and you know why some of the things that are in place in our society that weren't there 15 years ago are the way that they are. And I mean, it's kind of hard to explain to a child, but at the same time, like the reason that they have to do, you know, certain drills at school comes from terrorism and, and these types of things. And I don't know, it's, it's hard to explain to a child, isn't it? But I guess I just wanted to say a few words about it and to, you know, make sure that all of us continue to think about it and remember it just because it is important. And I know that we have a lot of moms um, in our community who are married to active duty military members and their lives certainly are still impacted by the events of 9-11, whether they, you know, think about that every day or not. But anyway, so that was just my my memory day <laughs> my memory moment i guess i had sorry yawn, yawn, yawn. get rid of that anyway um i i just wanted to um you know to talk about it because i think it's important that we do continue to remember it and to honor and and not let it get too far out of our minds on a totally completely different note, we're going to change gears and we're going to talk today to a really upbeat, despite my not so upbeat introduction, really upbeat Celeste Kaufman. Um, and I'll, of course, tell you more about her when we get into the interview. But this was a really fun interview and she is uh, just a delight to interview and to talk to and listen to. Um, and we covered, uh, she's a counselor and we covered all kinds of, of things, not only about, um, stress and dealing with stress and anxiety, but also about organization and different things like that. So it's just, it's a really great interview and I hope that you'll be able to, um, to listen to it and enjoy it. As always, you can find all of our show notes at losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 31 for this show. And um, I just uh, hope that you'll head on over to iTunes or Stitcher and leave us a review or follow us or all those great things so that other people can find us too if you like our show. All right. Thank you and have a great day. All right, welcome everybody to another episode of the Lose the Cape podcast. I'm Alexa Bigwarf, your host. Today, I am pleased to welcome Celeste Kaufman. She is a professional counselor and owns the site Thoughtful or the business Thoughtful Journey Counseling in Florence, Alabama. So another Southerner, yay. Uh, she's passionate about helping women make behavioral changes to overcome <laughs> overwhelm, squash stress, and live, live life well with so uh, we'll talk more about Celeste's um, Quiet Mind Collective, her membership site for women uh, throughout the interview and um, get some great tips on uh, 
stress relief strategies, I hope. So thank you so much for being with us today, Celeste. Thank you so much. I'm super excited. This is one of those things that really charges me up to be um, in front of women who are sort of facing the same battles as me because it makes me feel a lot less alone, which is awesome. <laughs> yes. And you know, so do you work from the home or do you have a uh, brick and mortar office? I do have a brick and mortar. I used to work from home a little bit, and then I just realized I really needed to have that separation. I used a co-working space for a while, you know, where I split the office with a couple of different people. Um, so just this year is when I've really gone to just having, it's totally me and this whole space is um, mine, which is awesome. But I had to have that for the separation, um, you know, between home and work, because otherwise I'd be like chasing laundry around all day and doing random stuff that totally did not relate to the business. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm brick and mortar right now, which is awesome. That would be nice. I would love to be able to uh, leave the insanity of my home office. <laughs> well, maybe one day, one day I'll get to that point. Or my kids will get to the point where our life isn't so, our house isn't so chaotic all the time. Does that ever happen? How old are your kids? Yeah, no, I have a preschooler, so I'm not oh, sure that it ever you're not happens. There yet. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I have friends with teenagers in college age, and I think it's still pretty crazy. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know that it ever gets any better. And I think if you're working from home, really, the only thing that you can do is maybe try to have a dedicated space. I mean, I know that it looks like that you do, but um, I had a friend who had a closet. <laughs> she was like, pull the doors, like she could pull the door shut and like put this tie on it so the kids couldn't get in. And she had a chair that she would just push up to it. And I was like, that is pretty genius, actually. She was a designer, so she's really smart um, about Her stuff space. like that. But yeah, it yeah. helps to have the space. Oh, that's, that's a smart idea. Yeah, I am lucky to have a little corner of uh, our frog, as we call the room over the garage. Cool. Um, but it's uh, if I were to pan out, you'd see that uh, it's not a big space and the rest <laughs> of this room is just pure chaos. But anyway, well, we skipped right past um, your opportunity to tell us a little bit more about yourself. So if you want to give us a little bit of your background and how you got to where you are, that'd be great. Yeah, I would love that. So um, I started a um, I started out as a counselor for schools, higher education, and then also a pretty large middle school. And then um eventually segued that through kind of a um, traumatic story, which maybe we can get into in a little bit, but um, I segued into opening my own business. I decided that was something I really wanted to kind of get started on. And um, after the birth of my um, child, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if you had that moment too, where it was like, what have I been doing all this time? Yes. <laughs> I need to do something. You know, I had all these goals and I haven't achieved any of those. And so um, I got started kind of segued in sort of part-time opening a business in a, in a co-working space, which is um, Thoughtful Journey Counseling. We talked about that's where I see clients uh, personally, one-to-one, -one, um, and also families just for counseling. And I do some counseling in schools still a little bit. Um, they hire me on a per-hour basis to do that. And um, so that went awesome. Once I kind of got my feet wet with it and realized that it was really going to go well, that's when I was able to branch out on my own and get this space um, myself, which has been a total um, blessing and a, a really cool change for me. And then um, just in the last three months, I've launched quietmindcollective.com, which is an answer to some of the online services that clients were asking me for. They wanted to have an opportunity to learn about stress relief and um, managing overwhelm and that kind of stuff, but they wanted to do it from home, which I understand because they maybe couldn't get into the office to see me or it was prohibitive to drive. So right. that's what I've launched most recently too. Well, that's great. So um, 
Well, I don't know. It might make more sense for you to just talk a little bit about that before we get into um, some of your tips and strategies for calming down the overwhelm. Yeah, yeah, I would love that. So um, quietmindcollective.com is a really neat resource. It's We've marketed it sort of as group coaching, but if you're familiar with membership websites, it's similar to that as well. So what you do is you just purchase your um, membership, and I actually have a coupon code for you to be able to have your listeners try it for a dollar. So I mean, oh, cool. basically nothing, <laughs> nothing lost, right? A dollar to be able to try it for their first 30 days and see what they think. But the way that it works is that Every week I upload content and because I'm a licensed therapist, you're not just getting somebody's random opinions about whatever you're getting actual, like true. This is based in research. This is what actually works. And I create a library of sorts every month. And so every week you get content uploaded rather than just a whole big slew of it um, at the beginning of the month. And that helps you kind of pace yourself and not get mm -hmm. stressed. But it's something new every week. It's strategies or it's case studies or it's interviews with people that have anxiety or have stress and, and we learn how they've managed that. Um, and every fifth uh, Monday of the month, we have a live call. So you can call in and you can actually do questions and answers, which is really fun. So, I mean, if you calculate up the value of what it would normally be to get that much time for coaching, it, it comes up to somewhere in the neighborhood of, you know, like 400 to $500. Yeah. And with this, it can be, um, even cheaper. It's cheaper than my gym membership. I mean, it's $37 a month to do that. And especially if you try it for a dollar, there's no obligation. You just quit at any time. There's also no minimum contract. So that's, um, it's, I feel like it's a really good service to let people get in and sort of recharge their batteries before they go dead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a great site. So what are some, um, examples of some of the types of materials that you provide? Well, just this month, we are talking about obsessive compulsive disorder. The site is actually usually about one fourth um, devoted to actual clinical anxiety and about three fourths related to just general stress management and wellness. Mm -hmm. So our video for the beginning of this month, which would be August um, when we're recording this, we did a video on exactly what OCD means because I have a lot of people who are like, you know, I noticed that my kids do something that's kind of strange and it worries me, or I feel like, <laughs> is it, am I too clean, you know? <laughs> and so debunking some of those myths about OCD, that's one thing that we have this month. Um, later in the month, we have a couple of recommendations on some podcasts that I've sort of curated from around the web that um, are really good with stress relief. Um, we have upcoming in one of the months learning about social anxiety, so people that get really, um, overheated and anxious and nervous in crowds or even just in small groups, learning how to deal with that. And we have some cool case studies coming up with um, a couple of guys who are runners. They learned that marathon running and long distance running actually help them with their anxiety. So I love hearing from people who can say, this is what worked. And then, because you never know when that light bulb is going to go off um, and you'll hear something that's like, oh, that makes perfect sense. That's really interesting and um, good for them because the thought of running 26 miles makes me very anxious. So, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, no, guys, you, before you agree to this, you have to realize, like, I will never run. Like, you're not going to convince me. I mean, something would have to be chasing me if I were going to well, run. I, I did actually complete a full marathon one time. So, I know good that it's you. not something I ever want to do again. Yeah, almost 10 years ago, more than 10 years ago. Oh. Holy moly. Now I can't run to my mailbox, but you know, <laughs> I, I'm working on that again. Yeah. But, good for you. 
<laughs> All right. So let's get down to, oh, I did want to ask one other thing. You mentioned um, noticing things that are going on with your kids. So some of your content is uh, for moms who are like trying to figure out, like my son has ADHD. Do you have stuff that speaks to that? Um, I sort of try to pull resources that are um, pretty familiar to women. The site is for men and women, but my mm -hmm. um, counseling practice is actually um, almost entirely based in women. And I didn't start out that way. It's just that women in this life stage of having young kids really seem to relate to me. And I had this mm -hmm. big library from being a school counselor of all these, these things that are helpful. And so, um, yeah, there are a lot of mom tips. There are a lot of times that I, um, speak to moms and it really, it resonates with everybody, but moms can really be like, Oh, okay. Because as a mom, one of the things that we worry about so much is our kids and the health yeah. of our kids. It's not just it's not just us anymore, right? It becomes that whole um, cycle. And so there's actually a recording um, right now on the site of a webinar that I did. It's a worried mom's webinar. And it talks about how to identify is, is what you're doing kind of a natural worry that most moms experience or have you sort of surpass that and, and maybe we need to look at some different things. Like one of the tips, for example, if you are worried about your kids, um, going to the doctor a whole lot, like if you're going to the doctor you know, 10 times a year, maybe even five or six times a year with yourself or with your kids, that's, that's, you know, a pretty significant sign that there could be anxiety or stress at play, <laughs> right. um, you know, versus just like, oh yeah, this is just the sniffles again. Your child doesn't have like, you know, Epstein bar or something like, right. you know, gosh, awful. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and it's funny because, you know, WebMD says that somewhere between 75 to 95% of um, doctor's visits are actually related to stress. And, and we think that it's something physical. And when I saw that going on with myself, I was like, hold up, I've got to stop paying the co-pays and start just doing like normal daily stress relief. And, and right. <laughs> That's so true. Well, we may have to have you back on another time just to, just to talk about moms and their worries. Cause I think we yes. could probably do an entire interview about that. You could, um, I mean, it's, that's a, that's a, that's one of my biggest sellers. I'll say that moms and their worries. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. All right. So let's talk then about some actual tips and strategies on um, what you work through with your clients when they come in and they're just uh, crazy overwhelmed with life, small kids doing what they do. What types of um, tools do you give them strategies? How do we, how do we calm the overwhelm? Well, I always like to start with a real observation. Like we want to get down to what the meat of the matter really is because truly people who come to my office or a lot of times people who join quiet mind collective, they think, okay, I have a really good beat on this. I know exactly what it is that's causing my stress. And then the more that we'll talk, the more we'll realize it's something totally, totally different. Um, and, and I noticed that myself once I was having, um, an, an issue with a family member that was, um, and I was just feeling really stressed, really overwhelmed, but I was really kind of depressed about it. And so I, being a therapist, said, let me do good modeling here and go see a therapist. And she asked me to sort of keep a log of when I was experiencing these feelings. And what I realized was it was anxiety so much more than it was depression. And I would have guessed it at the other. So that just goes to show you, even a trained person can't always see for yourself what it is exactly. So that's always step one for me. I always try to provide folks with um, a, uh, a moment to say, let's observe and sort of see what it is that's actually going on. And I have a five-day challenge, anxiety challenge, and that has in it um, a couple of little tips for how to observe yourself and kind of say, Where, what is this exactly? How can I be totally sure? So, because if we're working on the wrong thing, 
it doesn't make any sense, right? Exactly. So yeah, so just keeping a simple log, like even on your phone to say, what, what are the times that I'm feeling super, super overwhelmed? And you know, I hear a lot of moms say that it's that like four o'clock to five o'clock, like right between school and dinner kind of time. And so then if we know that that's the only time all day that you're feeling really, really stressed, then okay, we attack that part of the day. You know, we don't have to look at strategies for other parts of the day. So um, observing is always one of the first ones for me. And then um, I like to just use really common sense problem solving. One of the webinars that I did last year was five tips to rise and shine because you know how hard it is to get out the door in the morning and how stressful. Yes, yes very much. <laughs> yeah. And so I love coming out with concrete strategies and being like, okay, if there is a fight with your daughter every day about what she's going to wear, then doesn't it make sense to go in on maybe Sunday low stress day and come up with five outfits for the week and like set them all out. She can pick whichever one she wants for whatever day, but it's not, you know, every morning, can I wear these shorts or can I wear this, you know, tube top or whatever, you know, whatever your kids are into. Yeah, um, that's a great idea. Yeah. That's a fantastic idea. So simple. Yeah. Yet. So simple. Right. And that's the thing is that we, we practically know sort of what some of those strategies are, but we sort of need somebody to remind us and we need to know how that works in practice. Essential oils are a good one. Um, everybody's so into essential oils now and I think they're fun. I mean, I love to smell things, um, but I totally did not know how to um, use those. And so now I'm getting into that a little bit more. I signed up for a webinar with um, Jess Garay um, on how to uh, use oils for mood management. I'm super excited to try that in August. But um, so now I, I use peppermint oil in the morning to just sort of give me that energized feeling in the morning and wake up a little bit because that can be a stressful time, but it's a lot less mm -hmm. so if I get up a little bit earlier and I have that moment sort of mm -hmm. of calm. So you see what I mean about those little small practical things to like plug into your day? Sure. Um <sighs> Well, lot to digest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like I, maybe I overwhelmed you with too many. <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, so um, yeah, let's talk about some practical tips, I guess, then that um, that I can employ in my day to, you know, the kids are going back to school soon, so um, that's gonna just completely open up the door for less stress. I hope it may open a, a whole new door open. Oh, goodness gracious. This is what happens to me when I'm overwhelmed. I start like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> you are not the only one, believe me. Well, you know, Alexa, what might help for you, um, this was a game changer for me, was I read this really awesome book. Um, it's by Chris Bailey. And I, that's not my notes, so I'm like 99% sure that's true. Chris <laughs> Bailey, and it's called The Productivity Project. And Chris was talking about ways to get more done. Like that's what we all want to do, right? Is get more done in a day. And, and sometimes the answer is that, you know, we have to get a plan in place. And sometimes the answer is just that there's too much. And something that he said that really resonated with me that I have used a ton is that our brains are meant for having ideas, not for holding them. Hmm. So let that sink in. Like, yeah, yeah. Your, your brain is meant for having ideas and thinking and solving problems. It's not meant for holding in your head like, oh my gosh, we have to get 38 number two pencils sharpened. We need to get this many outfits laid out. We have to have this for lunch tomorrow. You know, your brain is not designed to hold that. And so one of Chris's techniques that I found life-changing was to do, and this sounds so simple. You're going to be like, duh, Celeste. But to just do that, that brain dump where you are, but he even broke it down and was like, write down 
everything, no matter how little, you know, if it's clipping your fingernails, <laughs> write that down because, and I was like, that's ridiculous. You know, I'm not going to, but I did. I said, I'm, I'm feeling really overwhelmed, especially during the summer when we had like kind of random childcare things and I was trying to launch the new site. So I took like maybe an hour and took this list and just every single solitary thing, like even if it was like something that could be done in less than a minute, like I'm looking over there and I'm like, there is a, a paper ball sitting uh, on the television counter. I need to pull that down. Like I'm like, put that on the list, you know, <laughs> instead of attacking it. And I cannot tell you how liberating that was after I got everything down on that sheet of paper to look at it. And it was almost like there was a moment of feeling um, just this, this clarity. Like I felt like things just lifted off of me because now it was all down on paper. I didn't have to try to hold it, you know, up here in my brain. I just, it was all down. And then it was also kind of relieving to see that the list was not going to be like 75 pages. Like I thought it would, <laughs> it was, I, I mean, I was just like, I have more to do than anyone else. And, and so that was pretty comforting too. Cause when I looked at it and it was like, okay, this is three or four page, you know, college rule list. Um, but it was really cool because then I knew at least there was an ending to it. And, uh, it's been really fun because I then pretty quickly was able to knock out a bunch of those things really, really quickly. Oh, you have a little one joining you. <laughs> She's right here. Can Aww. you go ask, can you go ask Brayden to help you with that, please? You know, I used to worry about that and try and edit that stuff out, but now I'm like, you know what, this is what my life is. And my audience is supposed to be people pretty much like me. So they'll get it and they'll forgive it that she wants to watch Frozen and her brother's yes. playing Minecraft. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. but it's I real am, though, right? That's real life. <laughs> yeah, I am sorry that we interrupted that your train life. of thought there. <clears throat> but, no, no, I'm good. But you know, I'm just thinking that that brain dump idea, like to me, even though that sounds like it is so simple, sometimes the simplest things, because we don't try them, we're just like deep breathing. I'll tell my clients, mm -hmm. okay, we need to be doing daily deep breaths, like three breaths where you breathe into a count of four and you breathe out to a count of 10. You have to do that every day. And I feel like my clients are like, well, I tried that um, once, you know, like in the seventh grade. And I'm like, yeah, well, I brush my teeth once right in the seventh again. grade too, but then I had to keep doing it. <laughs> right, exactly. Like it's not, it's not well, a one time. Exactly. And that's the thing with routines too. And I hear this more and more from different coaches and webinars is that, you know, you can't just do anything one time and expect it to be a raging success first time around the block, you know? Um, so yeah, good point. Well, I'll have to try that. I'll have to, when we get off of this, um, podcast, I will have to, I can tell that I'm overwhelmed because I keep having to take these really big deep breaths. That's a signal to you. Like being able to listen to your body, I think is a really good part of um, learning to manage stress and anxiety because your body will show you a lot of times when you're overwhelmed before your brain will. I remember I used to have this weird like stomach pain that would go on when I would be. Yeah. Um, and I started noticing like, hmm, it's every day when I turn onto this particular street. And then I remembered, okay, this is the street where I work. And it wasn't that I didn't like my job. It was just that I was, um, there was like road construction. The morning was always super busy at this, as a school counselor. And so being able to, um, recognize that and say, okay, yeah, I'm really overwhelmed and like I'm having this stomach ache because I'm turning down my street. Then I was able to take several deep breaths and just get 
oh, okay, I've gotten, you know, my body relaxed by, by taking those breaths. And then just magically that, um, not magically, but using the mind-body connection, then some of that, you know, like stomach ache that happens would go away. And so, I mean, you're absolutely right. It's a, it's a habit thing. It's, a, um, it's listening to your body and, and then saying, I need to check in with myself and figure out what these, these two are connected. Head and body are connected. Absolutely. Um, sorry, I was trying to unmute myself and didn't get it unmuted right there. Um, <laughs> I have I have chaos going on in the background, so I figured I would take that out of our um, out of our recording. But sure. um, so now you have a preschool age child and you're working from out of the home. Um, how do you manage to get it all balanced? And do you actually have a time of day that is most overwhelming? I do. I mean, I. It's like herding cats, you know? I mean, honestly, it is. I, I try to present as much as I can a really, really calm front, especially dealing with clients with anxiety. They would freak out if I was anxious too. So I have to um, build in some things in my day. One is that I get up pretty early. I mean, I know I've heard you say that as well, that you try to get up before the kids. Um, I have really early risers in my house. My husband's on shift work. And so he gets up early as well. Um, and so we, I try to build that in a little bit. I try to have that routine of, um, being able to not maybe check email first thing in the day, but to have everything prepped for the night before, that's definitely a key. And then be able to have a to-do list kind of going for the morning and attacking those things that I have to do in the morning first versus um, just sitting down and like checking Twitter or um, something that helps my business, but that doesn't directly move the needle for that day. And so, right. yeah, so challenging times for me would be probably right before we go out the door. So, you know, that moment that you have to commute in the morning, yes, like everyone is like, Where, why are you only wearing one shoe? Yes. Or, um, or why don't you have on any shoes? I know. I know. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Where are my shoes? How did they walk away? I don't know. And so that is pretty stressful. I kind of control that by having like a, I call it a landing station. Um, my brother-in-law makes so much fun of me about that because I did it at my sister's house too, where you have like a specific things that places go, that things go a place where they right, go. Right. And so like, it's like, no, my keys are always here. My phone is always there. The backpack is always here. The lunchbox is, box is always here, you know, and that, I know that sounds probably a little bit neurotic, but that's the way that I can kind of handle that morning time. And then the evening time is really hard for me. The whole pick up from school, get home and get dinner. That is just, um, it's a nightmare. I mean, it's a nightmare. It always is. It always has been even before um, I had kids. But um, so for me, being able to manage that time of day is about uh, snacks. Do you do snacks at your house after school? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, we do snacks. <laughs> yeah. like and, and so I have like snacks everywhere because one thing that we teach um, addicts and it's good for all mental health is this thing halt. Have you ever heard halts before? No, I haven't. Yeah. Okay. It's hungry, angry, lonely, tired. So if you're hungry, angry, oh, yes. lonely, and tired, you're going to go downhill fast. Like whatever is your vice is going to be worse if you're halt, you <laughs> yeah. know? So um, hungry is always, <laughs> yeah, yeah. hungry always makes me angry. <laughs> yes. Me so too. I'm I, those hangry people. <laughs> yes. Hangry. That is it. That is it. So, um, you know, having those snacks on hand is um, something really good for me and for my family. And then that way I don't feel like the second I bust in the door, I don't even have time to like take my shoes off before I have to be, you know, preheating the oven or something like that. Cause cooking is sort of the bane of my existence. If I get really successful, I'm going to hire a chef. Like I don't need anybody yeah. to clean my house. Like I want, you know, somebody to cook. <laughs> that sounds um, awesome. 
Yes, totally. And so, um, and another thing I do is to change into like loungewear or something when I get home or jeans or something rather than leaving on my work clothes and trying to continue. Um, that just is a signal in my mind. Sometimes we need signals in our minds to shut off one thing and start another. And so for me, that's a signal in my mind. If I can put on my jeans and my, you know, 1996 car wash promotional t-shirt or something, <laughs> That helps me say, okay, this is downtime. I've had, you know, a handful of cashews, boxes, cartoons <laughs> are going for 30 minutes. Let's kind of get into this and then start supper from there. So, um, and then another thing I'm doing right now is experimenting with an after lunch coffee. I don't like to do too much yeah. caffeine because of anxiety, but if I can, there's this awesome coffee shop downstairs from my <laughs> office. And if I can jog down there real quick and get um, just a little small coffee, um, I'm trying to see if that sort of helps with that witching hour and helps me sort of have the boost that I need to kind of power through like that five o'clock time yeah. frame. It's so crazy. Well, it serves another purpose too, because you're getting out of your office, you're getting some interaction with the world, you're getting up and moving around. So I'm exactly. Sure. I always, yeah. Like walk down the stairs, take a walk and no matter how hot it is here, being able to interact with um, and they're super friendly down there and there's great people watching. So it's a really good way to feed my brain. Yeah, that's good. That's awesome. So do you have any, um, any particular resources that you really love that you want to share with other moms that help you balance your life? Yeah, I do. I do. I, I jotted some down um, for sure because I wanted to make sure um, that I had some good stuff for you. One is, um, I don't know, are you a Mac user? I am a new yeah. Mac user, so I'm still kind of feeling my way around. <laughs> yeah, you're like drinking the Kool-Aid. Okay, so I started using a Mac years ago. Um, my father-in-law got me into it and the mail feature for Mac, like having all of your mail from all of your mailboxes come into one box, that has been a life changer for me, mm -hmm. having all my accounts connected. And so it's sort of, um, that for me is the best, that truly is my daily go-to tool, being able to have all the mail in one place. So then I'm not having to deal with like my husband who's like, well, I sent it to your personal account. And I'm like, oh, well, I don't know. I didn't open that. Or, you know, some distant family saying that they keep sending me, you know, like, I don't know, photos to upload or something to my, right. to my business account. This way it's all in one. And that just, I don't know why, but that makes me feel so much more organized to have it in one place. Mm -hmm. um, and then uh, I don't know, have you done Dana Malstaff's Trello training? Do you like Trello? I don't use Trello yet, but I have seen her training. Yeah, she's the only one that I could ever understand it from. And so I've just <laughs> recently started using that. And that's where I can drop in sort of action items for email. So that's another one. So like when I get your information about your podcast, I, you know, drop in like your name and what time and what we're going to do and the coupon code, all those things. And I can drop it in and then I have it ready to just pull on the day that we do the podcast. So that's been really good. Um, I love the book by Crystal Payne. It's called Say Goodbye to Survival Mode. And she's huh. just, I heard Crystal speak a long time ago at um, an event in, um, I guess I was in Missouri. Yeah, Missouri. And she is so, just so fun and cute. She's from the Nashville area. She's of moneysavingmom.com. So uh -huh. you can check her out there. But Crystal has just really good disciplined systems in place to be they're common sense, but they are just good habits to have every day. And I really like the common sense, you know, strategies where she talks about these are, this is exactly what you need to do. Not just, oh, in theory, it would be great to be organized, but she has some <laughs> cool ones. Um, and then I really like Women Living Well by Courtney Joseph. That's a Christian book. I'm a Christian myself, but it has a lot of good secular principles in it. I felt like mm -hmm. there were some good um, sort of mindset 
tips of being able to sort of understand how to calm yourself and be grateful and um, just be, you know, sort of in the moment. Um, and another one of my favorite, if you're, if you use Pinterest, I like following family share on Pinterest. I just recently found them and they have, for me, it's just a good like daily roundup of articles and resources and they're all related to um, parenting and relationships. A lot of times there's cooking or desserts and I had to unfollow that one because then I was making like 800 <laughs> desserts a week and not doing, you know, like being like, oh, we have to eat regular food, right? Um, so those are my, my go-to ones. I really like, um, you know, Crystal Payne, Say Goodbye to Survival Mode, Women Living Well by Courtney, and then Family Share on Pinterest, plus Mail on a Mac is totally <laughs> awesome, changed my life, and, um, and love Trello. I'm loving that. You know, it's funny. I kid you not, the last five interviews in a row, uh, <laughs> five or six interviews in a row when I get to the resources section, Trello is mentioned. So I'm seriously about to write them an email and say, listen, we free we freebie your product every single week. I need some kickback here. <laughs> you, do, you do. And they have an affiliate thing where you can get the promotion. Yeah, you've got to get on and do it. And truly, Dana, the way that Dana Malstaff explained it was the only way I could ever understand it. And I actually sent it to um, this other family. I had dinner with them. And they're like, we just don't understand exactly how to use it. And I, to me, when I saw Dana use it, I was like, okay, this is it. This finally makes sense. And I'm really visual. And so that yeah. works a lot better for me than something like iCal or um, right. Google calendars. I know a lot of people like that, but it just doesn't work for me as well. Yeah. Dana's great at explaining a lot of things back right down to the basic level. Yeah. Oh, I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So in your crazy, hectic, busy life, um, as a master of calming the overwhelm, I am certain you take time for self-care and yourself. So what kind of things do you like to do and how do you fit them into your life? Um, well, it has to be a concerted effort. You know, we talked about habits and so that me time doesn't naturally happen for me. I mean, obviously it did before kids and I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know why I ever said I was busy before. I mean, it's like, I want to be like, Celeste, you have lost your mind. You watch television. That is what, right. You know, <laughs> I so, know. um, yeah. So, uh, for me, um, I really am big right now, like I said, on the eucalyptus oil or the peppermint oil in the morning, like being able to have my own coffee, like pour it myself. There's, there's a ritual in counseling, um, that we talk about mindfulness while making tea, um, which I know sounds so super hippie. So don't make fun of therapists for that, but, um, it's, it's like, you're just focusing on one task. And so if I focus on that task of just this is the cup I like. This is what the coffee smells like. This is what the sugar granules sound like when they hit the cup. This is what a splash of milk, this is how it swirls in that cup. Just taking a moment to really be present with that mm -hmm. um, helps me. And then the caffeine helps. Yeah, of course. <laughs> also, of course. right? Um, and I put that eucalyptus oil or that peppermint oil into a diffuser and let that sort of have that, that um, refreshing property and be able to just breathe that. And that really encourages me to take some deep breaths for the morning. So that's my daily go-to that I just get in because it's a habit. I do it every single day. I have everything set up so I can do that. Um, I love to uh, keep my regular um, sitter available for Friday afternoons, but um, clear my schedule and go meet my sister. She has Friday afternoons off also. Nice. And we do it like once a year, but that is my favorite way to incorporate, like just keep the sitter, 
call her up and be like, clear your schedule. We are going to get pedicures, you know, and, and nice. uh, do that. And then we Instagram it and all that stuff. So we can relive it forever. You, <laughs> you got to document um, that, that day. That's yeah. Even though it's like one time a year. Yeah. Um, but then if I have a cancellation in my schedule, cause that happens sometimes as a therapist, people will just call and have things come up. Um, yeah. And I don't keep like a waiting list. So if I have a cancellation in my schedule, I try to use that really mindfully. And if I notice, okay, I've had kind of a stressful day and yeah, there are 20 different things in my reading pain maybe that I could read and, and use that time. But instead, sometimes I'll call my friend Mary and see if she just wants to run out and have breakfast. She's a realtor. And so I can, I can just say, Hey, are you up? Do you want to, you know, run downstairs or go to Panera? And um, that's really fun because I need that girlfriend time to have her. She's not in the therapy world. She's not, you know, involved in the craziness of, of my house, but she is a business owner and we just sit and we can talk about, you know, just random, you know, eyebrow waxing or like, you know, getting our nails done or who has, you know, had a really funny post on Facebook or something. And, um, so that's, that's fun to, to be able to, if I have a cancellation to, to do that time with her or just to maybe run over to the mall really quick and do that. Like, so, so having some kind of go to, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to check in with my mind and this is maybe what I can do if I have free time. I must really need some, um, girl time because my eyes literally watered up. <laughs> <laughs> when you talked about going to meet your friend for breakfast, I'm like, Aww. okay, that's got to be a sign that I'm missing my girlfriends or something. Yeah, oh yeah, it is. I mean, that's, and I was not taking time for that. I mean, we have not always lived in the city where we live. Now we moved here about um, two years ago. And for the first year, honestly, I said to myself, I don't have time for friends. I cannot fit that in. And my life is too full. If I want to spend time with my family and if I want to work my business and if I want to be one of those awesome moms that's at all of the, you know, PTO things or whatever, I will have to sacrifice this. And I really just discovered that it wasn't true. It's, it's, there, there are little tiny granules of time in the day that I can use to make that time with friends. Now, sometimes it comes up in a cancellation, but sometimes I have to say like, okay, Mary, or to my sister, in four weeks from nine to 1030 on this particular Saturday, let's meet up, you know, and having that, that, you know, maybe set that up weeks and weeks um, in advance. Um, because if it's not on the calendar, like a regular thing, it's just really not going to happen. Nothing taking yes. care of yourself is going to, right? That is so true. I've had to schedule an exercise in the same way. <laughs> Mm -hmm. I'll make time mm -hmm. for my girlfriends on a whim, but I won't make time for exercise on a whim. So it has to no, be yeah. Likewise, I have a I have an appointment in my um, appointment book for um, the counseling practice. I have a dummy account set up, and so it's like, what is the customer name? I'm like, the customer is dummy. Put dummy in for for because that's me. <laughs> that's my the dummy account is my appointment with myself, and I'm like, what is dummy supposed to be doing at this from nine o'clock to ten o'clock? Oh, she's supposed to be exercising. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Well, yeah. I'm sorry. This has been kind of an off the wall. Um, I've been a little bit distracted by children and craziness today. Um, but I, you just rolled right with the punches. So I appreciate it. I appreciate hey, <laughs> that is where I live. So you don't worry about that one bit. No, it was awesome. Super fun to be with you today. I love just having this time to interact and chat and, and share with you and your audience. Yes, and just one last time before we go, um, for the listeners, can you please tell us where to find you and what the coupon code is for yes. the um, free trial? Yes, I would love to. So you can go to quietmindcollective.com. That's for the membership website. And you can enter the coupon code. It's all caps, one 
dollar boss mom and it's all spelled out one dollar boss mom and when you enter that at checkout you'll get to try the product for just one dollar for the first 30 days and if all you want is the first 30 days you just use it for that if you want to continue then you're just billed at the regular rate um, which is 37 dollars a month cheaper than a, a gym membership uh, a lot cheaper than a daily coffee downstairs i can vouch right. for that <laughs> Um, yeah. And so it's, I would love to have you guys just check it out and be able to interact with our other members and really bring to the table your own, you know, strategies that you're using. So that's quietmindcollective.com coupon code $1 boss mom. Um, or you can always check out my um, counseling website. If you like, it's thoughtfuljourneycounseling.com if you're local to the North Alabama area, but would love to, to hear from any of your listeners. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to episode 31 with Celeste Kaufman. We hope you enjoyed the show and got a lot of information from her. Don't forget to head on over to her site, which you can find um, all the details in our uh, show notes at losethecape.com forward slash podcast forward slash 31 to take advantage of her 30 day $1 offer for her um, website. <clears throat> If you struggle with anxiety or stress management or excessive tension, worrying, all of those kinds of things, it's a uh, it's a program where she's got all kinds of information. I've already checked it out and signed up for it, actually, and there's a lot of great information to help you work through that. And there again, it's $30, I mean, it's $1, excuse me, for 30 days. Um, be sure to check that out. Have a great day and please leave us a review on, on iTunes if you like our show so that other people can find us too. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.